in the first week of starting the Slim World journey, I gave up in my first week, which I didn't think I didn't think I would. I started on the 1st of January 2017, and I think that was the Sunday. By the Wednesday, I was so fed up, I didn't I didn't know what to cook, I didn't know where to go. I went and got kebab and chips from the kebab house here where I live. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing with myself? I spoke to my brother and his friend lost five stone on Slim World. And she said, come to my house, come to my house. I'll talk you through what I eat. I went up and then on the 8th of January, 2017 to the 8th of January 2018 at five and a half stone and just never looked back then and I was I can get down to my healthy BMI I can get down to my healthy PMI and then I did that in 17 months. Support for Slimming Stories is brought to you by Nicole Rivera's Stop Writing Alone podcast and writing community. Are you ready to stop writing alone but you don't know where to begin? At stopwritingalone.com find the latest podcast episodes and writing prompt videos or sign up for the email list to get those live events and advice right to your inbox. If you're just feeling stuck on your first page and need a helping hand, feel free to DM Nicole on Instagram at Stop Writing Alone. Welcome back to another episode of Slinging Stories. I'm your host, Claire Oldham West. I've got a fantastic guest lined up for you for today's episode. I've had a really, really busy week. Uh, last week I was interviewing a guest in Melbourne, Australia. This week I've been interviewing a lady in in New York and some other guests in the UK and I've got a long live list of guests waiting for me to edit and publish for the podcast. And if you've not yet subscribed, please hit subscribe and that would really help me just to climb those podcast charts. Melanie is this week's guest for Slimming Stories and she's lost a staggering amount of weight. She's dropped a dress size from a size 20 to 22 to a UK size 12 to 14 and she's found that after a gentle walk with a friend where a friend decided to then go for a gentle jog that she's taken up running and I know this will will help to inspire many people so much so that you know Melanie's confidence just grew and is on the increase she couldn't quite find the momentum to walk into a slimming world class but she has found the confidence to start running and it's made a massive change in regards to her body shape. So much so that she found the confidence to book a flight and holiday to New York. Now, with everything that COVID has brought to her, she's not been able to take that trip. But that's something that is on the cards for next year. And this, for Melanie, will be her way of just celebrating her weight loss. So here's introducing Melanie to Slimming Stories. What made you and motivated you to to make the changes that you've you've clearly made and, and have had success with? I think for me, I was just always the big bubbly fat friend. I, it was just my way of coping and dealing with things, and it was mainly my way of hiding how unconfident I was and un, how unhappy I was. Um, right. Bad relationship and. It just got to a point I was like, I can't do this anymore. I want to be, you know, the, the healthy friend who is confident and who is happy and his, isn't hiding behind food all the time. Mm. Which it's, it's, it's good, isn't it, for, for doing that. Food is definitely something that often in the past I thought, thank goodness it's food and thank goodness it's not, you know, drugs or, or alcohol. At least it's something that's yeah. kind of like, in a way, socially acceptable. In a way, although I know I'm not doing my body 
a great service by overeating at least it's not something that could really make life difficult for me so with food being your comfort how did it feel when during those moments of crisis you you turned to food if you just want to talk through what it felt like to I don't want to say purge that sounds really dramatic doesn't it but I know that I've had periods where I've, I've had a binge and a binge could last yeah. a day. It could last an hour. It could last yeah. four weeks. Is this before starting Summer World or would this be like after? Because I think I've dealt with it in different ways both times. Where before I just ate whatever I wanted. I would miss breakfast. I would miss lunch. I'd have a full fat can of Coke at afternoon break with a chocolate bar. And then I would go and get a takeaway in the evenings. That was kind of my really bad habits but when I started swimming world it was more I'm gonna have a good lunch I'm gonna have a good breakfast I'm gonna have a good dinner and it stopped me wanting to snack because I was full I was happy and full up I didn't need it I wasn't craving rubbish food because I'd had a good snack so an apple instead of a full chocolate bar and when I say chocolate bar I mean family sized chocolate bar yeah, yeah um, we don't take the small you know ones, do we <laughs> yeah no definitely not no um so it just it does depend on, on how what mindset I was in I think I've always been healthy like my parents have have taught me what a healthy meal is it wasn't I can't give the excuse that I was brought upon like over processed food and we didn't have proper meals because we did we always used to have big family meals that involved vegetables and I was always encouraged to do those things but I found that along with that from probably for as long as I can remember there would be days when I just thought, well, I'm going to have that. But on top of that, I'm going to have chocolate. But I'm not just going to have one chocolate bar. Maybe I'm going to have three. And then there were times where I don't know why, but I just got into this pattern of having a full on binge. And sometimes it would be secretly eating because I knew my mum would go crazy if she knew exactly how much I was eating. So can you relate to that? Yeah, I, I hid my food and I would say, oh, I don't eat a lot. I don't eat much. But then I'd eat a 12 inch pizza um, without even questioning it. Go and get order a pizza, 12 inch pizza, bring it home, eat it. And no one would know because I lived on my own um, for a while. So no one knew. It was, I can be like, oh, no, God, I don't eat anything. I don't know why I'm putting on weight. Um, and I would hide it. But then people knew, I think, but they just didn't say anything. It's a really difficult situation, I think. I'm definitely an emotional and I was a secret eater completely. And I think people don't say anything because one, they don't want to insult you and they care for you. These are conversations you have with people close to you, aren't they? And they they don't want to say anything and they don't want to to, to challenge that. But secretly eating is is something that can be quite costly, can't it? It can be quite costly. And in the moment, it kind of, it's a spot. And then afterwards, you kind of look around, don't you, and think, what have I just done? Yeah. And you don't, you do think, what have I just done? But it's done. You can't change it. Yeah. Where then I would, I would then take it out on myself and not eat for a day. And I would go the opposite way because I'd be like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You didn't need that. And then for a whole day, I wouldn't eat anything. And how long did this pattern continue? I think from teenage years up until when I started Slimming World so a long time so it's a habit isn't it that's that's taken a while to, to yeah. grow if you like and it's a habit that you potentially fed 
obviously allowed this habit yeah. to continue like a lot of binge eaters do and a lot of people that struggle with with food issues do and and to to kind of challenge that can be hard in itself can't it never mind putting any healthy eating plan into place which always like kind of amazes me when i see these magazines or you know buy this book or read this magazine i'm thinking for somebody like you know like myself who's who's really had problems with with the weight issues it takes a lot more doesn't it just to get a book and read it because to be honest most people yeah. know exactly what they need to be doing don't they yeah they do and i think it it takes something like slim and world or another diet to make you understand the difference like calories is quite a scary situation because a lot of people don't understand what calories are they don't know how many that they should be eating but with slim and world it's you allow this many sims a day if you really really want that chocolate bar in the evening don't have anything else beforehand yeah and i think that's a lot more understanding for people it's easy to understand sorry so they they know oh do you know what actually i'll have my fruit for breakfast i'll have my omelet for lunch but after my dinner when i've had my chicken or whatever they're having i'm gonna have my whisper bar that's this many sins or my curly whirly which is this many sins and it's just easy to understand and i think that's why a lot of people have had success with it obviously instagram you can see all the successes yeah I um, love it. absolutely love it, it. yeah so during your your teens when you said that this first started how did you first notice that maybe your habits around food were different to your friends or your families i think probably when i was about 15 maybe i noticed like i was always the bigger girl i was always the always overweight but i i was always praised with food right and i think that just stayed in my mind like oh well done have this or well done have this or oh we'll have a takeaway because this you know we'll have a takeaway because this has happened yeah. um which i think which is where it came from and i think i've, I've recognized about 15 16 when i noticed for me but i it's just couldn't stop it no and i think celebration food is something that's part of our culture isn't it part of the western culture and it's something that comes along with birthdays and then Valentine's Day. Let's go out for a meal. Let's go out for a meal. You know, everything's around food, isn't it? And and, and for somebody yeah. that struggles, it's it's hard, isn't it? So how did you find those those celebrations for you when part of you was thinking, Oh my goodness, I'm I'm given a free reign to eat, but really I don't want to be eating this. Once I started Slim World, I would eat something and be like, oh, I didn't enjoy that. And I wouldn't finish it where before, even if I didn't enjoy it, I would just eat it anyway and continue eating it um, like sweets or chocolates. Oh, I didn't really like that chocolate bar, but I carried on eating it because it was there and it was easy. But my first year, I didn't have any gains in my first 12 months. Um, and that was over a Christmas period. So my first 12 months, I lost five and a half stone. Wow. Um, and that went over Christmas. So I started the 1st of January 2017. And by the following year, I'd lost five and a half stone. No, no gains at all in that whole year. And I'd had my birthday, Valentine's Day, my partner's birthday, a surprise 30th birthday. And I managed to keep it a maintain or a loss every week. That was 
the hardest year I would say because I was like so focused I didn't want to go out to eat I didn't want to have a takeaway or a Chinese or a pizza I was very strict on myself and in the first week of starting the Slim World journey I gave up in my first week which I didn't think I didn't think I would I started on the 1st of January 2017 and I think that was the Sunday by the Wednesday I'd so fed up I didn't I didn't know what to cook I didn't know where to go I went and got kebab and chips from the kebab house here where I live and I woke up the next morning and I was like what am I doing what am I doing with myself spoke to my brother and his friend had lost five stone on Simming World right. and she said come to my house come to my house I'll talk you through what I eat I went up and then on the 8th of January 17 2000 2017 to the 8th of January 2018 that was five and a half stone and just never looked back then and I was like I can get down to my healthy BMI I can get down to my healthy PMI and then I did that in 17 months my goodness that is such a such an achievement and what a what a fantastic invite for you to receive that really was um life-changing for you wasn't it yeah so the sense of community is, is, is lovely. So you've got that through your, your friendship, but it's also great yeah. on Instagram, isn't it? I find that I get a lot of support on Instagram yeah. from, from people. It's not necessarily about people that are on the slimming world, but I think it's just people being open to have an honest conversation on Instagram, on social media. And I know there's lots of bad stuff on there as well. But I think yeah. when you start following someone and you, you kind of get a, a grasp of what somebody's about it's nice just to be able to share those those times where you're like okay so this this event's coming up and what what do I do yeah a lot of people I find on Instagram they'll be like I'm going to this restaurant for my friend's birthday what would you have like what would, would be the best meal to have to stay on plan and I think a lot of people on that situation they're so supportive and they're like oh that's really nice that you want to stay on plan if I went to a Chinese this is what I have or if I go to an Indian this is what I have Instead of saying, oh, I don't do things like that, it's nice when people are yeah. honest and open and say, actually, do you know what? When I go to an Indian, I go out all out and I have everything that I want on the menu because I know for the next 14 days, I'm not going to do it. So it is the community of Instagram makes it all better. Like I've met a really good friend on there. Um, she lives four hours away from me, but we talk all the time. She sends me Christmas cards, birthday cards, and I do the same to her, which is really nice. Oh, that's and lovely. that's someone that I've never met, never met her before in my life. <laughs> Someone's like a home feels, friend, isn't it? <laughs> exactly that. And someone who's been through the same kind of journey, who's now into her exercise, the same as I'm into my exercising. You do get that family connection as well from people on there, which is always nice. Definitely. In January 2017, you had that blip and then you yep. had that visit, didn't you? So take me through that conversation. So I, I want to be a fly on the wall in that room. What conversations do you have around food and, and what? opened your eyes to realize that this is something that you could do she she basically just sat me down and said like can you tell me last week monday tuesday and wednesday what did you eat for you to cave on the wednesday and i said like, i had one slice of brown bread with one egg on top of it and she's like well that's not enough food to keep you going until lunchtime if you're eating at seven o'clock in the morning you're going to be starving by a certain point and you're not going to be able to continue so, so she said like have more, have two slices of brown bread with three eggs on top to keep yourself full up for longer. And I was like, oh, that's too many. I can't have that. I'm meant to be on a diet, you know. Um, and she's like, no, 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 no. Have some bacon, chuck some eggs in there. 
And I was like, oh, no, no, I can't have that. But she said, on Simmon Worlds, you can have bacon um, that's free. You can have this, which is free, and this, which is free. And I was like, how can it? I don't understand. And she just gave me all of her books. She sat and went through what I was allowed to eat, what she would eat. And I was like, oh, my God. So I haven't really eaten a lot over those three days. And she said, no, I hadn't eaten and nowhere near enough food, which is what happened. And then on the Sunday, I weighed again. And on the 8th of January, I weighed again. And then in the first week, I lost six pounds. Goodness. And that was her saying, have a bit more food, have an apple with your breakfast or with your lunch, have this. And from then, I just never looked back. It's like the best conversation I had with her. And it really, it really put focus on it that I could do something like that. And to be fair, my goal was never to lose nearly seven stone. That wasn't my goal. My goal was just to lose a couple of stone. And then it just come off easier than what I thought it was going to. Um, my partner was very supportive. He sat in the background. Okay. Um, and, um, hi, partner. Yeah, like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> and he was there yeah, very supportive but I put on two and a half stone when we met so I was always a big girl anyway um we got together and we were having takeaways a couple of times a week pizza Chinese and I remember getting on the scales in the December thinking what have I done like what have I done like my clothes were tight and then that's why I think in the January I was like right I need to get this this weight off that I put on yeah. and then I got that off and then more fell off and then a bit more fell off. And then my partner's like, do you want a Chinese? I'm like, no, no, no. I really want to make this curry that um, someone put on their Instagram or someone put on their Pinterest or Facebook. And then we just started eating at home so much more. The weight kept falling off. And then when I started running, more weight fell off. And I was like, oh, I can do this. I can get down to a healthy BMI. And then I did. And I did it. And I was like, wow. And then I got made redundant. And I put a bit of weight on because I was very sad. <laughs> um I don't know and I went to food and then um I put two stone back on and I've lost a stone so I've now got about a stone to go to get back to what I was so how does it feel now to be to be in control and having had that like light bulb moment almost as if right okay I don't need to do a diet as I know a diet to be from obviously you learned behaviors before and you you learned information if you like on media what was it like knowing that you could have two slices of toast with three eggs on and add bacon and all these all these foods that you know as obviously a similar world member that you can have without feeling like you need to be you need to go hungry because you don't do you there's no need to go hungry at all just talk me through how that actually felt having had these years of struggling with with food and now knowing that you can eat and be full and be satisfied it's happiness happiness for food of knowing that I can have two slices of bread some bacon some eggs some mushrooms and enjoy a breakfast without thinking oh that's way too much food on the plate I shouldn't be eating that much like I'm on a diet I should only have half a slice of toast half an egg half a sausage it was you can eat be full and not binge and not crave any bad foods because most of summer world meals you can have a curry you can make pizza you can make kebabs and you can have everything that everyone else is having and if you want a treat have a treat on your birthday have a treat at the weekends but you don't need to let it continue the whole week 
but I have sheep food on a Sunday, but Monday to Saturday, I am very much on it. My partner would be like, Johnson sweets. I'm like, no, I'm all right. Cause I had what I wanted on Sunday. Yeah. In my head on the Monday, I'm like, oh, what do I fancy next Sunday? Oh, I really fancy mint chocolate. Or I really fancy a scone with jam and cream or something. But I make sure I fancy it the week before. So I've got all week, oh yeah, I can't wait to have that on Sunday when I, you know, when I've weighed and when I'm, you know, so it is that thing of knowing that you can have everything within, within your sins or within your calories, whichever diet you're doing and know that the next day, have a good breakfast, have a good lunch, have a good dinner and just get back on it. Absolutely. And I think to have had a successful year, like your first year and not to have any, any gains I think you're the second guest that has actually said that and I think it might have been Ashley that we spoke about before we started recording and she's good she is she's an amazing lady and yeah I mean goodness when I know that when I'm in a, a group setting at Slimming World we, we talk about the challenges that we've got and I know that for me birthdays or if I'm having a weekend away with my husband or if I'm working away with my day job I know yeah. they're like the times that well okay I'll I might commit to and maintain or you know I, I don't expect to do those things and still have a you know a, a big a big weight loss or, or any any weight loss really so yeah. what allowed your focus to be on it to that extent where you didn't cave at those birthdays you didn't go for that birthday cake or the wine or whatever what what was it just pull me into that story about your focus at that time I don't drink alcohol. I'm pretty much teetotal. I haven't drank for two years just because I don't enjoy it. It's not something that I think of, but food is my go-to. I would, I would say that I would try and have something I fancied every day at the start. So on like when we were away from my birthday in the February, I was like, Oh, I know there's going to be a gain on the scales when I get back. You know, it's my birthday week. I'm going to enjoy it. But we went out for dinner and I had steak, I had vegetables, I had uh, new potatoes and we shared a dessert. So I still had what I wanted, but just less of it and better choices. If I'd normally gone out, I would have probably had the unhealthiest meal, like the fattest lasagna with extra garlic bread and extra salad and chips on the side. But I wanted to lose weight still my mind had just completely changed. I was like, I don't want to, you know, I want to be the healthy person that I can be. And it was just that mindset of, I can do this. I've done it for three months already. I can do it through my weekend away. And I got back, I think it was on the Sunday morning. Was it Saturday? It might have been the Saturday I got home. I weighed on the Sunday and it said maintain. And I was like, flipping heck, how's that happened? I was like, I, I don't believe it because we'd had some mini eggs. We'd had a little bit of chocolate that I wouldn't have normally allowed myself. But we had walked miles and miles and miles. So that would have worked off the few mini eggs that I'd had. I, don't, I can't even explain what happened. It was just, this is what I want to do. And that's what my head was into it then. And it's great that that happened for you because there's so many people that start in January. And do you actually go to a group or is it online? I that don't. You don't go no, to a group, I've never, right? No, don't go to a group. So for an actual group, I know that in the past, my group on a, you know, the first week of January, it's like, it's just, it's chaos. It's so, so busy <laughs> um, until we get into February. And, um, and that's simply because I think people have had that time, haven't they? Where they've, they've eaten a lot of food, 
they've recognized yeah. that they need to overindulged exactly or yeah. people that have got a genuine you know um, historic problem with the, with their food and they maybe need to lose a, a lot of weight and then yeah. a couple of weeks in the the momentum's gone the mojo is well and truly lost and, the, and they can't connect with it but the fact that you was able to do that for yeah. a full year now I'd imagine that the more the months went by and you didn't navigate and I, I guess that in a way did that motivate you just to, to continue yeah. because just to prove to yourself that you can keep doing it yeah my um so my first month I lost a stone so in four weeks weigh-ins at home on a Sunday I lost one full one stone and that moment I was like I'm gonna put it on my personal Instagram account so from my four weeks until my I think it was 77 week I put every single week on my personal Instagram of what I'd lost and if I'd maintained and in my head it was you're not allowed a treat on Sunday if you don't maintain or lose I wasn't allowed my Cadbury's cream egg on, <laughs> on the Sunday morning I wasn't allowed any cheats on that Sunday unless I'd lost or maintained right. so every Sunday I would weigh if it was a loss, whatever it was, I put it on my Instagram, which week it was, how much I'd lost to date. And it was every Sunday then for 70, I think it was about 77 weeks, I think it worked out to be in the end. And that was my motivation. All my friends were commenting, going, well done. The support I had was amazing. And I think it was last year I set up my Simming World account because all my friends were like, oh, you should have a Simming World account. You, you know, you're inspirational, you should do it. And I was like, all right then. And I set it up and it's just, it's just gone a bit crazy, yeah. So it's been nice to have the support from both sides Definitely. and meeting new people from, from it as well. Exactly, and I think interviewing people and hearing their stories and hearing different stories, and obviously everybody brings a, a, a new story and a new insight, it, it helps me just to keep, to keep my focus. And yeah. I think, you know, if we could sell that focus, it would be... It would be priceless, wouldn't it? It really would be. <laughs> be worth millions. We would be worth millions if we could sell that. We would be. So you mentioned <laughs> that obviously you had the, the redundancy and, and the, the weight the weight gain because you turned to food at that time, which is understandable because we, we, we recognise what, what's helped us in the past and our brains think, yeah. okay, this is happening. We need to do this to, to provide that comfort. But I think what's lovely about that is that you've, you've got back on track so you know you can do it and and yeah. I think when these things come up whatever you know the issue is whether it's grief or loss of whatever you know whatever we're going through emotionally it's great to know that we can still get back on it and pick up that resolve so at that point that you felt really really rubbish about having lost your job and having those difficulties how long did it take you to to make that decision that you wasn't going to go back to your previous weight? I think with running, it changes your whole mindset. So I started running more and that then changed my food habit again. So I started running. I stopped running for a while. I, I had a, uh, a knee injury and then I was just like, I, I can't, you know, I can't keep eating rubbish and not exercising. So I let my knee recover and then I just started running again. And it just gives you all the endorphins that you need. And then I was like, right, okay, let's have a look on Instagram. Let's see what new recipes are online. Let's try the sticky beef or let's try the Mayflower curry. Let's get back on it. And like next week, I want to try three different new meals. And then, I'm, oh, I really enjoyed that meal. I'll try that again next week. Or I really enjoyed that one. I'll try that again. And you start eating something you enjoy again. 
because you get bored of the same foods week in, week out, which will make you go back to old habits. Mm. So every now and again, look for some new recipes and you'll be, you'll be amazed how great it feels. KFC chicken. I've had people send me like, oh, you need to try this. And I'm like, yeah, I will. I'll give that a go. Still need to do the, do the Dorito chicken. So I will do that one day, but I haven't got around to it yet. <laughs> there's, there's so many, isn't there, to try? There's so, so many. For anybody listening who's overweight or they've, they've just started their, their slimming journey, um, we're starting talking about running. You know, they might be listening to this thinking, I thought this was a, a slimming podcast. So, so running, yeah. I, I totally hear what you're saying. I 100% agree with you. There's something magical about running. At your previous weight, how likely would you have been to have gone for a run? No chance. <laughs> there would be more chance of seeing a pig fly than seeing me run when I was back at my uh, heaviest weight. Yeah, you would have, yeah. There would be a pig flying, but no, definitely not, no. It gave me the confidence, losing the weight gave me the confidence to go for um, a walk with one of my friends who had a dog, and then we started walking. I'd go over, we'd go for a long walk. And she's like, oh, have you ever tried running? And I was like, no, 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 not for me, not for me, not for me. And then she was like, oh, I'm just going to jog with the dog. I was like, all right, I'll see you around home then. So she'd go for a jog and then I'd be like, oh, don't leave me behind. And it just went from there. So it was, it would have not happened if I was at my heaviest weight, but it was only once I'd got five stone off before I'd even looked at running. It was more, the first year was all about losing weight. It was after that I did the running. Definitely. I think it's a... I don't know I love music that that is something that you know I'm not that into tv at the moment especially with doing the podcast and one thing but for me music is massive and I think to be able to go for a run put on some music that you love and just take off it's a freeing thing but it's also I think when you first start it can be quite daunting to know that you're jumping around and people can see you jumping around and a lot of listeners might be thinking well why in the hell am I going to put myself through this public humiliation of starting to learn to run yeah so what do you think you could do to inspire people just to start to do that I think the people that can go to a class every week have got a lot of I was say a lot of balls but that's not really yeah they've got a lot of balls to go and go to a class but I never had that I was I wasn't confident enough to go, to go to a class if they can go to a class and they get the support that they need they will go far it'd be like a duck to water as soon as they're there and they start talking to other people and understanding that it's not a diet it's a healthy way of eating and a way to enjoy your life mm. it's not that oh you can't have that you can't have that you can't have that with slimming world it's like if you have that you can't have that or have some cheese on your toast whatever diets would be like no 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 this no that no that which is yeah. why slimming world works for people exactly and but the running what could you advise somebody to take up running what what advice would you give to somebody listening that okay has heard what you've had to say and perhaps have heard my other guests and what what they've explained about, about running what hidden gem would you like to offer around running? I think for that first run, I felt really out of my depth, 100%, because it wasn't necessarily, am I going to be off to run? It was, can I breathe? Can I run? Yeah. Can I breathe? How can I run and not stop? And the big thing for me was definitely, 
what is anybody going to think when they're driving past in their car and see me bobbing up and down with all my blubber <laughs> and excess weight? What are people going to think? And how do you get past that, that thing of being conscious around somebody else's thoughts about how you look? I, I always had a Harriet, which is my friend. Um, uh, my Harriet basically was like, no one's watching you. Just get on with it. You know, I'm, I'm here with you. We can do this together. And we used to run around a park to get my confidence up. And then there would be a bit where she would take me out near a road but then it would take us back in, take us out to a road and back in. So by the time I worked up to running a 5K, I had been by roads, but not really paid much attention that I'd been near a road. Yeah. It was more around, like, like through parks where there was people walking, running, cycling. And it just, I just got so much out of it. I didn't care by the end. No. By the end of the the walk run that we were doing at the beginning by the time we got to the end of that walk run it was like oh I feel amazing this feels great I don't care what anyone else thinks brilliant and have you had support from your family and your partner throughout the, all this you mentioned that I think probably like similar to my husband it'll be okay let, let's let's get a takeaway and then when I recently gave up um chocolate it was like so now Lent's finished so you're gonna start start to eat the chocolate so what what kind of support did you get from your partner because I think like you mentioned before about you know you're a new couple you put two stone on weight I think a lot of people can relate to that story absolutely I think you know when you kind of you, you're in love you're all loved yeah. up and then it's like let's do all the homely things like let, let's yeah. get in and eat this takeaway I, I think at the beginning it was just so new and it was so nice we were going out for dinner with friends we were having takeaways at home we were doing everything that every normal couple would do at the beginning going to the cinema and eating two big bags of chocolate while we we're at the cinema um but as soon as I said I'm not happy he said what do you want to do about it what do you want to do do you want to go to a class do you want to go with your friend to her class and I was like just don't think I've got the confidence to go to a class and he said well what do you want to do then he said whatever you decide I will support you and it went from there I was like okay, I can do this. Like my scales still work in my bathroom. Let's do it. And ever since then, he just, every day, even if he'd had his children, he would message me on the Sunday, like, what happened? You know, have you lost? Have you gained? What have you done? Um, and then when he was here on the weekends, he didn't have his children. I would be, oh, I've lost this. And he's like, oh, well done, well done. You can have your chocolate today then. So he's just been, yeah, he has been very supportive. And if, for instance, he wanted a takeaway and I didn't, he wouldn't have one. There, was, mm. there were times where he sat and ate a pizza in front of me. Um, and I was just like, I love pizza. That is like my, <laughs> my favourite. A roast dinner and a pizza are my favourite food. Yeah. And he sat and ate a pizza one day. God. And I was just like, oh, God, I just can't. And I was like, no, do you know what? I'm weighing in the morning. I, I know I can weigh in the morning. I've had a, an amazing week. I don't need that pizza. I had one mouthful that night and gave him back the slice and was like, right, you can have the pizza now. And yeah. that next morning, I think I had a three pound loss. Wow. And like you, you do the little happy dance of like, oh, I've lost three pounds. If I'd had half that pizza last night, there would have been a gain on that scale. Exactly. That is brilliant. But yeah. He has been through the last three years. I'm just coming into my third year and he's just been amazing. Oh, that's can't, fantastic. can't fault it. 
even his children would say, oh, what are you having on cheat day? Or we'd be walking around and they'd be having their sweets or their chocolate and they'd be like, do you want some chocolate? And I'm like, no, 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 thank you. And the boys would both go, oh, it's cheat day yet, is it? <laughs> so like, even, even they would know what days it was, like it was cheat day. So that was great. But yeah, support from everybody, my father, my brother, everybody. That is great to hear. It's nice to have the family on board, isn't it? Absolutely. And you, you need them, don't you? Especially when you're, you're going through times and you're struggling, like you said, is, is, yeah. is lovely to hear. And it's, it's nice to know that you've got each other just to, yeah. just to encourage each other. So with the running, with your newfound confidence with running, will that allow you to join a group or are you still happy to, to go with things online? No, I'm happy with doing it how I am. I still haven't, like I can run, well, I've got to get back to it, but I can run a 10K. I still haven't got a confidence to walk into a Slimming World group. I don't know why. I just don't have that confidence. Oh, bless you. Uh, you know, it's working for you, isn't it? The online is yeah. definitely working for you. And, yeah, and why, why change it if that's working for you? If you're running, have you got anything planned? I know that obviously we're in lockdown, but do you take part in any of the races? I've done a park run last year and I hated it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I just, I, there was just, I like going out, like you said, put your headphones in, enjoy the exercise, enjoy the fresh air. But at a park run, there was just people everywhere. Mm. Um, but I promised myself I would do a park run and I'd done my park run. I did it in like 29 minutes and Gosh. I was so, so happy. I was, I've done it now. Uh, since lockdown, I've ran 15 miles a week since we've been in lockdown so that's five weeks now and I've run 15 miles each week brilliant I get up in the mornings get ready go for my run at half six in the morning and I'm home by quarter past seven get some breakfast and then start work and is that your daily routine then or do you do you just run so many times a week I used to run every other day after work but I started running in the mornings just because I'm working from home yeah. It just gave me that freedom to get up in the mornings and just go without having to then think I've got to do it when I finish work at half five or it's so fresh in the mornings. It's so peaceful and it's just, yeah, yeah it gave me a good kick up the backside that I needed. <laughs> I think running in the morning is quite, it's like a, a meditation. I don't know if you're like me, but I drive everywhere and to just to get up and, and get that run done without overthinking it. It's kind of a case, right, I, I get up, have a drink, yeah. have a little bit of something before I, I go out. So I have to get up that bit earlier. But just to yeah. go and get that done, and it almost gives you like a boost for for the day. And I don't know if it's the cold air yeah. Um, yeah. or the fact that it's so peaceful, but it can be quite, it's, it's quite an experience, isn't it? Yeah, the music, I think, is a definite one you go to. You put something on that's upbeat, that's something that's going to give you that, boost to go like I remember a song came on and I was starting to drag and I was like it's only half a mile to go it's only half a mile to go and this song came on and then all of a sudden I was like bouncing away and I was like oh I've been oh it's only like I'm on my three miles now I can stop but that song gave me that boost so good music does help it really does definitely and you mentioned the at the start the Dutch journey at size 2022 and that you're now between a 12 and a 14. So well done you. That is amazing. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic news to Thank hear you. that you've, you've conquered <laughs> that. Being a size 20 to 22 and, and shopping as a, a 12, 14 must be a totally different experience. If you just want to talk about how that feels now compared to, to shopping in your larger size. 
like you go into a shop now and instead of having to go right, right, right to the back, you're like, oh, I can pick up something that's close to the front. Or my partner will pick something up and go, what do you think of this? And I'll be like, don't think that will suit me. And he'll be like, just go and try it on, see what you think. And I've tried things on and I've gone, oh, I actually quite like that on me now. My legs aren't as big as what they used to be. That looks quite nice on me. And it's that confidence thing that you think, oh, actually, I can fit into that size 12 skirt that I bought. And I actually feel confident in that skirt. Where before, you wouldn't see me in a skirt. I'd be in jeans. Mm. Or baggy bottoms so no one could really see you know or all black I know I'm in black today but um like all black <laughs> jeans black tops black coats now like I've bought colors that are so bright even I think Christ you can see her coming <laughs> um, but it's the it is nice to be able to walk in and not have to go to the bigger sizes and pick up something that you wouldn't normally wear and have you noticed a difference with the exercise with your actual body shape do you yeah, feel that, that that has made um a difference i know that when sometimes people have had a larger amount of weight to to lose the notice difference with the the skin and the, the texture of the skin and i know lifting weights and especially running with the arms can really help with that can't it yeah um i think since running i've actually fell in love more with my legs them I've never liked my legs my legs have always been one of the ones I hated but since I've started running my legs have changed completely and I'll wear a pair of jeans that are really really tight and I'll be like oh I actually they my legs look all right in that photo I put a picture on my story a couple of weeks ago when we had the nice sun I had a, a little pair of shorts on and I put them on my story and I had people messaging me going oh you my god you've got such nice legs you should get them out more often and I'm like that's the worst thing about me. What are you talking about? <laughs> so that's nice to have someone comment on something that you hate about yourself. Yeah, definitely. And I know you've spoke a lot about confidence, haven't we? About not having the confidence and not feeling that you can walk into a group. So this this community of Instagram and receiving these 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 lovely compliments yeah. back. It does it feel kind of strange receiving those com compliments? And how, how do you receive compliments now? I still don't take them very well. I tend to laugh quite a lot off and go, oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, but I am learning. Like if my partner goes, oh, that looks really nice on you or that dress looks really nice on you. I went to a friend's wedding two, a year ago. It'll be two years in May. And I wore this dress and I literally felt amazing. Um, and I walked in and I seen people I've not seen for ages and they're just all like, wow, she looks like, my God, you look amazing. And I'm like, oh, thanks, you know. But I'm just don't really know how to take a compliment well i think i've gone through your instagram account and and on this interview i've been obviously we're doing a zoom call and i can see your reflection you you look beautiful you look stunning oh, you. and you know <laughs> thanks a lot of people have, have lost weight and you just wouldn't think that you've ever had a, an issue with your weight and i think how you present yourself and you, you, to me you look like a, a confident person um, and then to hear people open up saying that they have these issues with confidence and and I think with with losing weight and getting hold of the exercise like you have I think this confidence will just will Bling. just grow so yeah. is there anything in the future that you're thinking about that you never would have dreamed of doing that you'd like to do now that this weight is off and you've got control over it I was meant to fly out to New York last week that was meant to be like one of the big things of like, I've lost all this weight. I'm flying to New York. 
I'm not going to need a, um, a seat belt extender. I'm going to be able to sit on my seat and not roll over to the other seats and the belt will fit me. And I'll, you know, and that was something that gave me like the confidence to book the holiday because I knew that I'd be able to go and have the confidence to walk around New York City in hundreds and hundreds of miles, hopefully, get my body magic in, as they say, <laughs> but enjoy that experience without thinking, oh, I'm not going to be able to get on the plane seat or I'm not going to be able to sit in a booth at one of the restaurants because I'm not going to be able to be able to fit. So that helps. That was definitely my congratulations. You've lost a lot of weight yeah. um, situation. Brilliant. And that will happen. That will happen. <laughs> not at the moment. It, will it won't ne- happen there, but it, it will, <laughs> will happen. And um, I can't wait to see those Next photos year. of you. I'll be like, yeah, New York City. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And one of my fellow podcasters who is in my mastermind group, Nicole, she lives in New York. And uh, oh, nice. I'll have to find out the go-to places. <laughs> She'll know all the secrets got... that the tourists don't normally know hear about. So I'll have to find that out for you, oh, let you know. <laughs> yes, please. That would be great. One thing I did want to say to you, I, um, after I'd lost, I think I'd hit target um, in 2018. And I said to my nan, we were sat having a conversation. And I said to her, nan, was I always fat? And she looked at me and she went, no, not always. I was like thanks like not in like a nasty way but she's like no not always but you you know you have been fat that just um yeah it was just the way it was just so innocent it came out of no you weren't always fat you just got fat that was that made me laugh I think relatives of a certain age come without a filter don't they really which is nice in a way and funny yeah definitely yeah I'm funny yeah that's me it did make me laugh yeah bless you well, thank you so much for sharing your story with me today, Melanie. It's been a, it's been a treat. Thank you. And I definitely think it'll, it'll motivate people. And it's what we need. It's a bit of, bit of inspiration, a bit of, um, bit of banter just to help us along the way through these. My heart's like these... beating really fast. Is it? Oh. <laughs> there we are, body magic. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh God, my heart's beating so fast. It's scary. No, you've done, you've but done yeah. fantastic. And I know this will, thank this you. will speak to a lot of people that are in a, a similar similar situation and and just having the success that you've had is it's phenomenal and can't wait to publish this and for everyone to hear it will be exciting (laughs) thank you for joining me today and take care melanie thank you you. and you take care have a nice weekend if this week's episode has been really inspiring for you if you can really relate to everything that melanie's had to say you can follow melanie on instagram and you'll find her there at melly underscore sw underscore i'll drop the spelling on the show notes so wherever you listen to your podcast if you look at the show notes you'll find the spelling there and melly spelt m-e-l-l-i-e you know we, we, we're coming out of lockdown well for me i'll be going back to work very very soon but there's some parts of the uk that are being restricted and it's all a bit still a little bit up in the air If you feel that you do want to move more but you can't get back to the gym and you really are kind of somebody that goes to the gym or attends the classes and and loves a group setting, then please consider running, you know, or even walking. Anything where you can put some good music on and just kind of lose yourself in that moment. Melanie has found that running has really helped her with the shape and it just clears your mind and god only knows we need that don't we right now we really need to be able to have a clear mind there's lots of negative vibes going around and it's just nice just to lose yourself in that moment and i think for me running and for my friends that i run with it's just something that 
helps to focus them back on whatever their intentions are. And it might be that, you know, they're not necessarily weight loss. It might be that perhaps they're, they're worried about the job or maybe they're worried about the kids and the homeschooling. And I think running is something that just allows you just to kind of get out and just free your mind for that little bit. And it is quite... Um, it does kind of provide you with a state of some sort of like meditation and that you just lose lose those thoughts, lose those negative thoughts that can be holding you back and weighing you down. So I'll definitely try it. I'll definitely give it a go. Thank you so much for tuning today. We've had some slight technical interruptions, as you can hear on this episode. But as I keep saying, I'm not in the posh BBC studio. Um, I record this from a, a converted... Uh, what is this utility room that's it a converted utility room and it's just me and I do all the editing so thank you for hanging into the end if you're listening to this and I'll catch you next week with more episodes to help inspire you through your weight loss and fitness journey so until then take care